Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Joey D's Den with your host, me, Joey D. Just wanted to uh, start off the night. I hope everybody's having a great night, by the way. Happy Wednesday, hump day, as they say. Hope uh, hope everybody had a good day at work and uh, ready to get at it. Tomorrow's Thursday, a couple more days in the work week for most. It's pretty exciting. I remember when I used to look forward to Fridays when uh, we had the uh, normal weekends off, but uh, life has not been so generous uh, on that front for a little while. So, uh, But either way, I hope everybody's having a good hump day, and uh, let's finish off the week positive and strong. All right, so let's... Um, something I want to talk about today is near and dear to me. Um, if you have met anybody that has known me, I would say probably in at least the last... Oh shit! Probably 25 years, I would say. Um, knows uh, I am probably one of the biggest Raider fans um, that they have met ever. And uh, being from Buffalo, New York, um, most people say a Raiders fan. Why are you a Raiders fan? You live in Buffalo. Well, there's a story behind it. Okay. And uh, here, here's my story about why I'm a Raiders fan, what kind of drew me to them, why I'm not really a huge Bills fan. I, I support them, they're a local team. Um, you know, I, I love to see the Bills do well as long as it does not interfere with my Raiders and uh, their progress in uh, finally getting back another championship, as all of our teams hope to do. So I can remember back as far as I remember watching the... Houston game, the comeback game. I remember watching. That's for the Bills, that is. Um, I also remember back watching. Um, we were at some sort of party. Uh, I don't know if it was someone's uh, First Communion. Um, I want to say First Communion sometime around February. Maybe it was a graduation. I don't really remember. Christening, who knows? Anyways, we were at a relative's house, and uh, the AFC Championship game happened to be on. That was 1990. I think the end of 1990 or early 1991 and it was of course the Bills and the Raiders and at the time it was the Los Angeles Raiders you had Jay Schrader leading the way um, Bo Jackson Marcus Allen Willie Galt really strong names uh, Hall of Fame names uh, a couple of those guys there you know um, so yeah they uh, you know they uh, they got demolished the Bills fucking creamed them Absolutely creamed them, and and you know if I'm not mistaken, that was the week. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that was the week before um, Bo got hurt. Um, I'm not, you know, my my timeline on that. I'm not totally sure, but I feel like I feel like that was the case. I may be wrong on that, so if I'm wrong, I apologize. I should have done some research on that, but it just kind of came to me. Um, <clears throat> but you know, either way, they, um, you know, the the Bills went on and had a. Of course, an unbelievable run. Four straight Super Bowls, right? Four straight Super Bowls. That That is pretty incredible. And I'm not going to take that away from them at all. Um, you know, that that's a pretty strong feat. And uh, for them to be able to go and do that, you know, it, that's it's really good looks. At, I'm, I'm guaranteed that probably will never happen again. Never happen again. Those teams were so good. There were so many Hall of Fame players on that team. Those teams... Uh, through the four Super Bowls, you know, it was, it was it was a great time for the Western New York and and what it brought to the city. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Bills were never able to capitalize on getting a Super Bowl. Okay, 
Now, here's the way I look at it. And I know some people don't like this theory, and they don't like hearing me say it. They get a little defensive, and I get it. I would be defensive, too, if I lost four Super Bowls in a row. But here's my here's my thing. You know, in, in the world of sports, there's no, there's no second-place winner. There's a winner, and there's all the losers, okay? And that, unfortunately, you know... You know, nowadays everybody's so goddamn sensitive about stuff, but you know, realistically, that 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 is how sports is played, and that's how it's looked at in the professional level. Okay, so you either win a championship or you don't. Okay, so you know the Bills obviously didn't accomplish that, and I feel, I feel there was a lot of selfishness on those teams. Um, Jim Kelly was selfish. Jim Kelly was selfish. He was a drunk. You know, he, he, you know, had been rumored to maybe even be possibly abusive to his spouse. Like, those are all real things. Those are things that happened, okay? At least I think that happened. That's what I, that's what, that's what everybody had always talked about, okay? You know, all those guys, they, all those guys, Andre Reed, Bruce Smith, those guys, they were all partiers. Everybody was having a good time, which not that they shouldn't have, but, you know, you would think, and I would say this all the time, you lose the first Super Bowl, okay? Shit, sucks. You know, we played well. They played great that game. They really should have won that Giants game. And it sucks. Norwood will go down in history for being the one that lost that game. And it really was not him. Um, There were a lot of other things that were uh, uh, missed during that game that normally wouldn't be missed in past games. And I think, uh, you know, obviously a lot goes to Bill Parcells. But we can't forget that the defensive coordinator at the time was none other than Bill Pelichick, who has had the Bills number for... A lot of years, <laughs> and um, you know, obviously Tom Brady had something to do with that. But you know, it's just one of those things, man. It's uh, you know, I felt like those teams were very selfish, even though they yeah they did well. But you know, when it came down to crunch time, they never could stay focused enough. You know, you hear hear stories about Jim Kelly getting dragged, you know, getting brought in, dragged in, carried in, you know, before the night the night before the Redskins Super Bowl, you know. Um, you know, just just you hear the stories. You know, you can you read them all over, and I don't know if they're true or not. You know, but my my opinion towards the whole thing is I think they are true, and uh, and I think that sucks. You know what I mean? Because unfortunately, you know, you know, people who are fans of that say, well, at least no one will ever go to four. We went to at least four in a row. No one's ever done that. But at the end of the day, people don't look at it like that. People from the outside look at it as, damn, they lost four in a row. That's a lost four in a row. You know, four Super Bowls in a row. Christ, how the fuck does that happen? But it happens, and it happened. Okay? So it's like, you know, being at a young age, you know, I I, I remember the first Super Bowl. I went to bed, I think at the third quarter. I was young at the time. My parents told me it was time to go to sleep. The morning I woke up, and of course the Bills were leading when I went to sleep. And I remember my dad waking me up, and I asked him, did the Bills win? And that was my first level of sports disappointment <laughs> at, I think, 10 years old. Okay? I think 10 years old. 10 or 11 years old. And uh, was when he said, no, they lost. And then, of course, the rest was history. But, you know, I had started kind of getting into something different. I remember, you know, it was kind of a little bit of a phase I was going through as a young kid. But, you know, as I think a lot of people did, the the, the starter jackets were a real thing back then. And, you know, uh, I had one. I had a Raiders one. And I know uh, I had some friends that had Bills ones, of course. And, um, 
you know, um, I started kind of following the Raiders a little bit and um, didn't really know much. I kind of remember, like, just bits and pieces. I don't remember Marinovich playing, but remember Hostetler, remember Jay Schrader, remember Vince Evans, um, you know, Billy Joe Holbert a little bit later in the mid-90s and stuff. So I remember all those players um, you know, not necessarily full games, but I do remember bits and pieces of it, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, those, those were, uh, those were times I started learning. I, I, I remember kind of fading away a little bit from liking the Raiders. And again, I was a young kid. I was only 11 or 12, 10, 11, 12, someplace in there. And, and I didn't know, I didn't know if, that was my team, you know, like there was something, somebody, I don't know if my dad told me, but says, you, you, sometimes you just, you know, my dad was also a big Rams fan, you know, and, and I remember asking him, even still recently, Pa, what what was it about the Rams? I mean, fuck, they were in L.A., I think they were, I don't know if they were in St. Louis when he started liking them, um, they're not St. Louis, uh, yeah, no, no, he would have been in L.A., yeah, yeah, so the Rams would have been in L.A., and, and he would always tell me the colors, Joe, those beautiful colors, they had the... You know, during the during the seventies and eighties, the Rams jerseys were, you know, the blue with the yellow horns and the yellow stripes on the shoulder pads. Those are really sharp, and he loved those colors, and that's why he liked the Rams. You know, and uh, I remember at the time when I we would you know we'd start talking about that, and um, you know he would tell me about the color thing, and I would think, man, you know, like uh, I don't know, bronze and red is just not. I mean, the Niners are good, but, you know, I don't know. There's just something about it that doesn't catch me. But, of course, then there was the silver and black. And at the time, it was the Los Angeles Raiders. And, uh, man, it's all I can say to people is I love my team. I love my football team. My football team has been so bad, (laughs) okay? They have been bad. Okay, since I can remember being a fan and remember seasons, I remember around 1993, I remember the Bills, I remember the Raiders played a game-clinching, playoff-clinching game, week 17, at home against the Broncos, okay? And they won that game, I believe in overtime, if I'm not mistaken. And then the following week, they hosted the wild card game against none other than the Denver Broncos that they just beat in week 17, and they smoked him. Jeff Hostetler was the quarterback. Yes, the Jeff Hostetler that had won against the Buffalo Bills in the first Super Bowl with the Giants. That Jeff Hostetler. Jeff Hostetler was a great player. They had James Jett. They had Willie Galt, I believe, was there for a couple years still at that time. Um, I believe a couple years later, Ricky Dudley got drafted. You know what I mean? There were a lot of great players. Ronnie Lott. Roger Craig, all those players, they were Raiders. Raiders once, always a Raider. Right? That that's the old saying. You know what I mean? Raider Nation for life. If you're a, if you're a fan of the Raiders, you are always with the Raiders. And I always think that way. When I see other teams playing, I think Raiders first. What's best for the Raiders? Okay? When my team is bad and they have been bad, Okay, excluding 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002, and 2016, my team has been by far the worst losing team during that time. 
I would almost put the... St I don't know the stats, but I'm going to guess. I would put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to guarantee that's probably the case. The Raiders have been absolutely fucking terrible. For the majority of the time that I've been a fan. But, those four years that I remember, especially 2016... 2016 was one of the most phenomenal football years. I remember um, the year before, if I'm not mistaken, Derek Carr didn't win his first game. No, that would have been his Chiefs. It was the second year, I think they went 7-9 and nine or 6-10. and 10 and, and, you know, Derek showed a lot of promise, you know. And then that third year, um, they just exploded. You know, starting off with the New Orleans game. And I had actually gotten married the day before the New Orleans game, so I did not watch the game being a 1 o'clock start. Um, obviously, I had other things to uh, attend to at the time, my bride. And, uh, you know, we kind of went about our business, and uh, I had noticed getting updates on my phone, of course. I was checking it out as the day went on. You know, at one point, the Raiders were down late in the, the uh, fourth quarter, and... Uh, you know, listen, man, I've been a fan for a long time, and nothing surprises me. Unfortunately, I think the worst before I think the best a lot of the times because that's what I know. You know, the offense keeps us in it. The defense is fucking absolutely fucking terrible all the time. It's always terrible, no matter how many times you switch coaches and players. Fuck, we even switch the owners. The team is bad. The defense is so bad every year. Why isn't something they can't fix? It's irritating, Okay. It's absolutely fucking irritating. Okay? Being a fan for the Raiders is tough. Okay? But, I always put that team first. I always put that team first. The Raider Nation for life. In fact, right now I'm watching I'm watching some highlights from the 2016 season. Because I like, I like going back to the season. Because, you know, things were still good with Mac. And, um... This was such a great year. We kept winning in crazy fashion, and you know, um, you know. Right now, I'm um, watching this play right now. This is Jalen Richard in New Orleans taking it 80, 80 yards, seventy eight yards. Boom! Right up the middle, Jalen Richard. I remember this kid when he was an undrafted free agent, telling my buddy Donovan Scott back at West Her Chevrolet of Orchard Park. Okay, this kid. Pick him up in your fantasy. Jalen Richard is going to be a good player. Here we are four, five years later. Guess who's still on the team? Yes, Jalen fucking Richard. Love this guy. Here it is. Carr throws a quick two-point conversion to Amari Cooper to tie the game at 27. Oh, he hits Seth, Seth Roberts for the touchdown to tie it up. And, of course, the infamous toss it up to Crabtree to shock the world. And, here we go. Up the oh crabs. Oh man. Oh. It was uh 2016 was great. I mean Carr was on money. Cooper had was getting hot. Mac was just destroying people. Remember he had that game against Denver? He had fucking six sacks? Five, six sacks? I mean, come on, that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Who does that? It doesn't happen. Okay? Here, here we go. Here we go. I got Carr running up. Over. Whoop. Here we go. Carr goes to the little oop over the player. That was a big play. That was a lot of uh, talk about Carr putting putting the team on his back. I don't know if that put his team on his back or not. I'm a little foolish. If he gets clubbed there, he's he, we're in big trouble. But that's besides the point. He did it. He was gutsy. He did it. I'm happy for him. Thanks for staying healthy.
you know. Um, but, you know, the Raiders, you fast forward till now, you know, I mean, every year Derek Carr gets a bad rap. Every year. Derek Carr needs to go. They need to switch quarterbacks. They can't win with Derek Carr. If anybody sat and watched game after game after game, like so many of us do, they would realize that Derek Carr is not the problem. Derek Carr is by far the problem. Okay? Yeah, does he always come in clutch when he needs to? No. And he does make mistakes. Is he the best quarterback in the league? No. But he is good enough. Okay, he's got a wicked throw. He's getting better and better. He's got receivers he's getting tight with. Him and Waller. Hopefully him and Ruggs really hit stride. We need Ruggs to have a big year. We need one of these players to have a big year. All this Devontae Adams talk, you know, it's all fluff. You know the Packers are not going to let him out of their sight. So, I mean, it's all bullshit now, and I'm not into bullshit. I want to just get to the fucking point. Who do we have on our team? Who could make us better? We need Ruggs to have a big, big season this year. He needs to come into his his own now, you know? Um, it's going to be really important that he does that. It's important for our team to, to have him do that. Okay, because part of the succession of this Raider team is getting this offense better. We were good last year. We were top 10. A lot of people don't know that. The Las Vegas Raiders were top 10 in offense last year. How many people know that? How many people just see the record and say the Raiders sucked, huh? Most people don't have their facts. or don't even pay attention to them anyways. When it comes to football, I'm very serious about it. Okay, if you come at my team, you're coming at me, and that's the way I look at it. Okay, I've been a Raider fan for a long time. I have reasons why I'm a Raider fan, and it, like Al had always said, okay, Al Davis had always said, okay, Raider Nation, commitment to excellence, just win, baby, the, all the, all the phrases. Okay, I just love this team. I love this team, and and I hope they continue to do better. You know, we got Gus Bradley this year on defenses. Hopefully, God, going to get some of these players playing. We need guys to come through. We need a guy to come through like Khalil came through in 16. We need a guy to come through like Crabtree came through in, in 16. Okay, we need those players. We need those players, and we need them to happen, and that's what needs to happen, okay? That's what absolutely needs to happen. You know, um... I mean, it's been tough. We've had a lot of shitty years. We've done a lot of stupid things. Fuck, we tra- we drafted Jamarcus Russell over Kelvin Johnson. Jesus Christ, someone shoot me, you know? Every time I hear that to myself, I think to myself, what in God's name? How did that happen? We drafted Robert Gallery before Larry Fitzgerald. How does that happen? How do you make that mistake? God, you know? We drafted Fabian Washington before Aaron Rodgers. How does that happen? How the fuck do you miss that? How do you miss that? That gets me super frustrated. Do you understand? How do you make such a a big mistake? You know? Christ, it's just so frustrating. You know what I mean? Thinking about that. Here I am watching highlights right now of Derek Carr in Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay, dropping dimes into our fullback. The guy I couldn't pronounce his name, Okalawi or whatever the hell it was. Okay, I can't pronounce a guy's name, but he was a good player for us. Number 49, he did good for us. Here it is, Carr. In Oaktown, Rainey drops it into Andre Holmes. Touchdown. He did good with Andre Holmes, you know. He made, he made the best of it. Carr did not have a lot of help up until about two years ago. Seriously, Cooper came in, was it the first time he actually had real help on the offense? 
And, uh, you know, it benefited the first couple of years and all like this. This is Khalil Mack coming through. He's about to get up on Tyrod Taylor and get that strip fumble. Oh, man, that was so good. What a comeback against the Buffalo Bills that game. The Bills were up, I think, 24-7 at one point. The Raiders roared back. It's 38-24. Khalil Mack busts through the tackle, gets Tyrod Taylor from behind, forces the fumble, gets the recovery. Here we go. Carr's about to launch it, this time against Tampa Bay. Oh, in the breadbasket, in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Amari Cooper. God, that was when Cooper was promising, and he turned into a little shit. He really did. He really did. He's still uh, up and down with Dallas. He'll have a good nine-catch, 158-yard game, three touchdowns, and then he doesn't catch four catches for three games. You know, just not the kind of performance I like, and I'm sure Dallas is disappointed with that as well. You know, here we go. Here we go. Well, Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray. There's another good player. He did well. I was bummed to see him go. He's had an okay... uh, He's had an okay run afterwards, you know, but uh, I think he had some really great things. You know, he had some really great things that were about to happen uh, for him in, in Oakland. If he would have stayed there, that offense was really clicking, man. They had, God, they had a hell of a year. Uh, they had Rivera, Michael Rivera, his tight end. Crabtree was, Crabtree came out of, I don't want to say came out of nowhere, but he really re- rejuvenated his career. That season was unbelievable, and what he did... Um, and it was a great compliment to Cooper, which made, I think, Cooper a lot better, too. You know, and those are all great things that, uh, those are all great things the Raiders are very fortunate to have happened. You know, here I just saw the play get broke up by, uh, God, what was that guy's name? Can't stand him. He played terrible after the first year he was here, but, um, either way, it doesn't matter. But, uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, that's, um, you know, that that's, that's part of why I love the Raiders, you know, and, and I and I'm so excited for this year. And you know what? Even going back to the Bills, you know, I'm from Buffalo, New York. Um, you know, I live in Southwest Florida now. I don't mind supporting the Bucks. Eh, I haven't quite warmed up to the Dolphins. We'll have to probably keep them just on the East Coast, West Coast, the best coast of Florida. Don't forget. And uh, you know, it's um, we just try to make the best of it. You know what I mean? It's try to make the best of it every year. It's gonna get. It's tough. You know, right now, the Bills have a solid team. The Bills are a legit team to possibly take it to the Super Bowl. Uh, I would have loved to see that happen last year. I fucking can't stand Kansas City. And uh, I can't. I can't stand Kansas City. I hate Denver. So if you're a Denver fan, I really don't give a shit if you want to listen to this or not. If you're a Chiefs fan, please do not listen to my podcast. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't care. You're a Chiefs fan. I can't. We're, we're going to disagree on a lot of things. We might as well just draw the line in the sand now. If you're a Chargers fan, it doesn't really matter because nobody's a Chargers fan. And uh, if you want to listen to me, great. If you don't, that's okay, too. You can go hang out with the Chiefs fan someplace. So that's right. Raider Nation, Raider Nation for life. And uh, like I said, watching some 2016 highlights right now. Watching Seth Roberts ball out. Um, Looks like uh, here. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, somebody's about to cause a fumble. Yep, somebody just punched that ball out of there. I don't know. It's against the... uh, Against uh, Phyllis Rivers and the Chargers. Maybe against, uh, oh, it's against Gates, even better. Somebody punch that ball out in Gates, you know. So I'm going to actually go and quickly check out. Uh, uh, I'm going to go to uh, some more Raider stuff. Oh, we don't want to go to that. I'm going to go to some more Raider stuff here. And uh, let's, uh, uh, Jonathan Abram. Yeah, let's see here. Let's get something fun. 
Why can't I find uh, highlights? There weren't a lot of highlights this past year. That's probably what the problem is. Here we go. 2020, 2021 highlights. Let's get familiar again back with the team that I love in this past year. It was exciting. Gave me some exciting times. Here we go. Start off in Carolina. Carr just floats it out to Ruggs. First catch of the season. First catch of his NFL career, and he's about six inches short of the end zone. That part sucked. But, uh... Um, yeah, man, they were, uh, I thought last year they looked pretty good. I really did. Again, it's, uh, I was 100%, man, Aguilar was a monster last year. He, uh, that first game, I remember him catching that touchdown pass and thinking, oh, damn, it's right, we just signed that guy. I almost forgot. And, uh, wow, that was that hurdle, boy. Jacobs caught a, caught a nice in in the middle of the field there, and, uh, boy, he did a nice hurdle move that made the linebacker miss. Beautiful. Man, I'm telling you, the Raiders' offense was good this past year, folks. Don't sleep on this team. I'm telling you. People, every time I bring it up, they go to the same thing. Derek Carr sucks. Team's terrible. They seen one at Monday Night Football game. They got blown out or something, you know, and multiple injuries. Nobody pays attention to that shit. They need to. It's important, okay? It's important. Here's Carr floating one up here to uh, Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau, he's going to be a good tight end too, man. What a fucking shame last year with Jason Witten. I don't know why they did that. What was the point of that? You know, other than, uh, I, I, I don't even know. I can't. It doesn't even make any sense to me, to be honest. But uh, here we got one where Carr's about to throw it to Renfro. I remember watching this. I was at work at the time, and I thought Renfro was in, and that would have been a huge play before the end, before the end of the half. Uh, really would have got the Raiders back into it. I think they end up settling for a field goal on this. Or maybe they did score a touchdown. Yeah, they did score a touchdown here. Uh, Foster, Moreau, Foster Moreau again. Okay, nice job there. I like to see Foster get one. And, um, yeah, they, they pretty much uh, they pretty much forgot they had to play in the second half, unfortunately. After that, they uh, I was at work, and it was a total debacle. Total, total, total debacle. It was uh, terrible. But uh, either way, that's how it ended, and, uh, you know, we're going to uh, move on from that. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they had some good they had some good points last year, man, and uh, still I hope to God they were able to fix a the defense. They added a couple veterans, obviously some guys they drafted. Hopefully the guys that they have that can mold into something. This was against the Bills. Who the hell is this? This is Waller. Man, Waller is a fucking beast. Hey, you know, we talk about Waller all the time. People talk about Waller. You know, he went through all the rehab, and he got himself straight. And, man, we are very thankful for that. We're thankful for Baltimore's mistakes, most importantly. Okay, we're also thankful that he was able to get himself clean. I I, I totally, uh, you know, I, I give a lot of praise to anybody who's able to do that. It's not an easy thing to do to get yourself straight. So, you know, God bless him. And, uh, you know, thankful uh, Darren Waller's got his shit together, and he's, he's with the Raiders. So, Man, look at that pass. Unbelievable. People who don't like Carr, they don't know what they're talking about. They haven't watched enough of his games. It's something they should watch. They should pay a little bit more attention to. Derek Carr is one of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes, I will say that against anybody. Sit down with me, watch a game with me, and talk to me about it a little bit instead of just assuming whatever ESPN, those fuck nuts say there. Can't stand ESPN. Worst station. Will not listen to them. I don't even like watching a game when they're on there. Um, ES, ESPN is terrible. Big-time Raider haters have been Raider haters for years, and I uh, I just can't stand it, and that's the way it is. So, uh, 
That's just the way it is. Wow, watching uh, Aguilar with a beautiful touchdown pass against the Chiefs. Ruggs is about to drop a freaking 75-yard bomb here coming up. 68 yards, I don't know. It was a long freaking pass. Henry Ruggs, bomb, bombs a No, that one's the Waller. Oh, yeah, that was, that was get us a little closer. Now, let's, let's drop that bomb into, let's, let's drop it in there. Where's Henry Ruggs? Come on. Come on, Henry. There we go. Car's about to do a little pump bake. Mm, going to move that shoulder over. There we go. Going to drop it. Got three strides on him. Over. Game over. Get out of the way, ref. Henry Ruggs. Henry friggin' Ruggs, number 11. Las Vegas, baby. Okay, so it's it's big stuff. It's um, I don't know if they're going to be able to fix everything this year. I, I just don't know what to think anymore. You know, I try to stay positive with it, but uh, man, it just can't get the fucking defense straight every year, and it's just the most frustrating thing. It's got to get better, right, folks? It's got to get better, and it will get better. You know, um, Buffalo Bills, look out, man. Josh Allen's hot. Josh Allen's got everything going in the right direction. God bless him. He is uh. He he might he might be the one that make us all forget about Jim Kelly, which would be a good praise for me. Because uh, if anybody again, you go back and listen to an earlier part of the show, you know my feeling on Jim Kelly. Uh, good riddance. Move on. Uh, I don't think highly of him as an individual, uh, as a player at all. Um, no thanks, Jim. Sorry. Pass. Okay. So. Uh, but yeah, but but that's it, man. Kelly and uh, you know those guys. Uh, hopefully, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. You know they got a lot of great players. Matt Milano. Everybody's excited about Milano. How did they get Milano back? Milano wants to be with that team. That's one thing you're seeing out of Buffalo a lot. It's getting a lot of people excited within the league. Is it's not only about it's not it's not even close about the money. At least it's not being played off that way. It's about the team and the city and wanting to be there. God damn it, that's what you want. That is what you want. These people want to be there. They want to play there. They want to be in Buffalo. I want to live in Buffalo. I want to play in Buffalo. I want to be a Buffalo Bill. That's awesome. That's awesome stuff, guys. You know, it really is. That's really awesome stuff. And uh and we should all be uh we should all be excited about that. You know, we should all be excited about that. I um as excited as I am every year about the Raiders and it looks like we're close to what almost 20 days until training camp pretty excited about that we got preseason football holy shit in less than a month that's I don't know another reason to be excited that much closer to the regular season but uh but you know it's um the, the Bills are going to be a team the Bills are going to be a team and if things and these guys stay healthy, you know we we have a uh, we have a potential Super Bowl champion coming to Western New York for the first time, and uh, boy, goddamn it, does that city need something? It does. It deserves it. It deserves it. Western New York. Western New York is the most deserving city. Here I'm going to say it. Western New York is the most deserving city. Buffalo, New York, most deserving city of any kind of positive. Period. Okay? Period. They have been put through plenty. The Super Bowl years. 
the selfish pricks going out drinking and having a good time, not focusing on what's right. You know, you think you get to the third loss, the fourth loss, and these guys would be like, listen, you're not even going to go see your wives tonight. Everybody just focus on the game. Let's get this shit done right. Tomorrow night, we party once we've won. They couldn't quite get their shit straight, and the whole city is taking the burden. Buffalo, New York is taking the burden of that team, known as the losing city. And people say that for years. Oh, you live in Buffalo, New York. The Bills, they lost those Super Bowls. People remember that shit. People remember that shit, and that's what's brought to our faces as Western New Yorkers for years. Now, of course, things have made us forget about that, you know? The debacle with the Sabres. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus, the Sabres. <laughs> I talked about this, I think, last show, maybe two shows ago. The fucking Buffalo Sabres. How, 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 how have we gotten here, folks? How have we gotten here? Pagoulas, Terry, Kim. Kim especially. How the hell have we gotten here? Do you have an explanation? We're not going to get into that now. I'm not going to get into hockey right now. We're talking about football. we got enough problems on that side. We're not going to uh, we're not going to continue with the uh, the hockey right now. That's frustrating enough, you know. We should shit and get off the pot and figure out the cycle thing and get it right. But that's it. It's the last thing I'm going to say of this. That's all I got for tonight. When it comes to the Sabers, we're going to have a couple more minutes of the Raiders stuff. We're going to talk about Raiders football. Why I like being a Raider fan. Jesus Christ, I love my team. I love my team. I love them. Okay, I really do. And uh, I think they got a lot of things that ahead. Uh, it's going to be exciting to have fans, fans in the stadium. Uh, you know that's going to be huge. Allegiant Stadium with fans. We saw it just last week. They had Garth Brooks concert. It's the first event they had it in there. Garth Brooks, Jesus Christ! They brought down the house. The people packed in there. The stadium was exciting. Everybody's bitching about the parking, but, you know, it's the first event. Let's just give them a little time, okay? It's a lot of people. They're new with this shit. Relax, okay? Let's not bitch about the parking already, okay? Let's enjoy the fact that we're all out in public seeing a goddamn concert without some prick telling you what you're supposed to do and not supposed to do. Okay? And that's how I feel about that. So, yeah, man, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited about what the, what it's going to look like. Um, you know, I hope... You know, Las Vegas, if you've ever, ever seen a Golden Knights games, the, the the theatrical show they do before the game starts, the introduction, God, I hope the Raiders do something like that. God damn, we're in Vegas. We're in Vegas. It shouldn't be normal. You know, we shouldn't, we should have, I don't know, somebody come out on a fucking horse walking through the field, you know, with a sword or something. You know what I mean? Dressed in Raider gear and... You know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Get creative with the damn thing. Again, we're in Vegas. Let's get creative with it. Let's have fun with it. It can happen, okay? It can happen. You know, um... So, yeah. So, that's that's part of my thinking on that. You know what I mean? It's, uh... Just... Just make it happen. You know? I mean, who, who knows what's going to happen here? But, again, here's my last thought on the Raiders. We're, we're closing in. I've actually gone over... Um, this is probably my longest podcast that I've done so far. I'm at 35 minutes right now. Uh, I hope I still got people with me. Hopefully, uh, you've, uh, 
you've caught an interest as to what the hell I'm saying and why I'm saying it and what you think about it. And maybe you're thinking, God, this guy's a complete asshole. But you know what? At least you have an opinion about it. At least you're still with us. And I'm glad you're still listening. And yes, I do say Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. That's right. That's what we do. That's what we do in Raiderland. So if you're listening here in Vegas, if there's anybody listening to Vegas, which I highly doubt at this time, but if you are listening and you are in Vegas, that's how we do it. One more time. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. And that's how it's done. So anyways, folks, I appreciate everybody listening tonight. Um, We've gone a lot longer than I normally go, and... um, I would say simply just for the fact of, you know, it's something I'm very passionate about. I love the Raiders. I love being a Raider fan. I love telling people that I'm a fan of the Raiders. I'm proud to be Raider Nation. Things will get better. Uh, I hope your football team uh, gets better as long as you're not the Chiefs, Broncos, or Chargers. I'm okay with that, and uh, and that's fine with me. So once again, thank you for joining me in Joey D's Den. This Joey D, your host, and uh, I hope you enjoyed your night. Um, Enjoy yourself. It's the rest of the week. Hopefully Friday comes soon. I'm going to probably be back over the weekend with another podcast. Not sure exactly what we're talking about yet, but I'm sure some shit will happen over the next couple days. Thanks again for joining me, Joey D, here in Joey D's Den.